It's wonderful how how the American people play their sportsmanship. And we're back after two days for the second episode of the Often Daunted Podcast. My name is Burke White, and uh, I'm just a Hoosier fanboy here to talk about the team I love. So uh, let's get into that victory over the uh, Miami Redhawks, in which despite their slow start, the Hoosiers put on a appropriately dominant display. Final score out of Indianapolis, Hoosiers 86 the Miami, Ohio Redhawks, 56. The uh, line set by Vegas heading into this one was 27.6. It was awesome to see how the Hoosiers were going to respond in this one because, I mean, that win at Xavier, that took that took a lot of guts. That took, that took a lot of factors that I don't know if last year's team would have had. And they got the win. And then on one day of rest in which they spent in Indianapolis... The Hoosiers came out slow, yeah, yeah, they came out slow, slower than we would have liked to see. So with that huge win over Xavier, it's understandable that the Hoosiers would come out a little slower. <laughs> now, now I have to imagine playing in front of that crowd today, which I have to imagine was predominantly Hoosiers by the reaction um, just through the TV. Uh, I have to imagine that it felt a lot better than playing in front of that Xavier crowd, who I thought was bringing the noise on Friday night. I mean this this after I mean after that slow start you all saw it the Hoosiers got it going and uh Woodson was really able to utilize the depth and just get some nice minutes out of a lot of rotational players who I think we will definitely be needing to call upon later down the season. I mean <clears throat> no surprise here our most impressive stat line of the night was our captain TJD Trace Jackson Davis. I mean, Trace Jackson Davis continues to amaze me this season. The attitude he's bringing to the floor is just unreal. I mean, we saw flashes of this killer instinct he could possibly have last season, but nothing like this. Like, it truly looks like he has just added a killer instinct that was, wasn't, in la- wasn't lacking entirely. It was just uh, failing to be a persistent presence. There, there's just a swagger about him, just a, his total aura. I mean... He's bringing an attitude to the floor, and it's it's bleeding into the rest of the team. It b- bleeds into this program. He's the tone setter. Everyone's looking to him uh, to set the attitude, to set the uh, tempo, the defensive uh, standard. He, he and he's delivering on all fronts. It, what more could you ask from the guy? What more could you ask? I mean, even when you don't ask, he's gonna deliver you uh, 17 points, 16 boards, and three assists like he did today against the Red Hawks. You can say it's against weaker competition, but I'm sorry that stat line's going to translate against any opposition. Like, he's going to find a way this season to show the national media, the national trolls, just why he was an All-American. He did. He, he had that stat line on 25 minutes alone. That That's our star player. Star players don't play 25 minutes in college. But it, it's his tenacity that is the reason that this team is different I mean his attitude is just setting the example that every individual on this team is beginning to follow 
that we're going to play some tough defense and we're going to beat you up. He continues to be the epitome of captain. He is captain personified. I love this guy. I'm sorry. I told him this is a podcast by a fanboy. I do this as a hobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I have nothing but, nothing I can do but rave about Trace's performance so far this season. It's incredible. It, it's it speaks for itself, but I'm going to keep speaking for it as well. And anybody who's like, oh, he hasn't found his mid-range yet. He hasn't found his long. He hasn't been able to extend his range. Guess what? He doesn't need to. He is absolutely dominant in the college game. Yes, I mean, he needs to if he wants to succeed in the NBA. But I don't need him to succeed in the NBA. Selfishly, I need him to succeed now, and he is a beast in the paint. He is doing what he does best very well. And it's leading to great Hoosier success. Now, if a team can draw up a plan to stop it, that's why we got these new weapons developing. That's why we have Jalen. That's why we have Jalen opening up the offense, allowing a second point of entry for the ball carrier, or the ball to enter into the paint, just giving ultimately giving us 200% of the playbook we had before. Okay, basically all this just to say we have options that weren't available to us now, so even if we do run into that problem, we'll be just fine. This Indiana team is is truly special, something we haven't seen in a while, and I can't even... It starts with our captain. It starts with everybody buying into what he's doing. And actually, I shouldn't say it starts with him because it starts with him buying into what Mike Woodson is selling him on. It's the two of them in tandem. I mean, it's Mike's vision and it's Trace's responsibility to embody it, to personify the vision Mike is going for. And that, that vision seems to be a newfound sense of pride and the cool Hoosiers, and I love it. It's selling to these recruits, and it's getting us talent that we haven't had in years. I mean, the talent like Malik and Jalen, talent that you are all witnessing, is a new sight in Bloomington. I mean, it's it's flashes of Romeo. It's We've had it, but, but never when we've had as total a team as we have right now. These young guys are going to be able to step in and contribute. They already are contributing. What am I even talking about? What what Mike Woodson is doing, what Trace is helping him do, is incredible for this program, for this fan base. I, I'm so in love with this team tonight. Like, after, after this Miami game, that was a great win, where we got to see even the lesser guys. The guys who we know will get to see down the line. It was awesome. And, I mean, speaking of Malik and Jalen, let's just go over their stat line a little. I mean, we we all know Jalen had a rough shooting night in Xavier. Um, that spoke through the stat line. But, I mean, he was still distributing, still key to the offense that night. But you have to imagine he was coming out today looking to uh, put some points on the board, looking to improve that uh, line. And he was able to do that, uh, posting 12 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. Uh, just a great performance by the freshman who, who's playing like anything but. And again, I mean, that, that stat line was posted in those minutes in which we were able to just unleash the subs upon the Red Hawks. He continues to amaze and continues to live up to the bill that all the Hoosiers were 
buying into. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's awesome, guys. I I even even in his even when he's turning the ball over, he's looking super athletic doing it. He's incredible. Uh, as for Malik, I mean, he continued to look like just a freaking master of the fundamentals. He, he in 21 minutes in this, he was able to get 10 points, four rebounds, three assists. That's a, that's just a veteran line. That's a veteran line from this freshman. It, it's incredible. It's amazing, and I I can't wait to continue watching it. I can't wait to see some more. I can't wait to see how good Malik Renault is going to be by the end of this season. I, I'm afraid it's going to be too good, but I'm really hoping I can believe all these NBA scouts when he's sa- when they're saying he's going to need a few years to develop. Because I don't see it. it. It looks like it's there. I mean, it, the, he he handles the ball at times like a guard. Like it's it's incredible. He he is the he was on that uh, five profile uh, list on that uh on the btn coverage today of the game for the most surprising big 10 players he is by he is blowing me away like i have to look like i know sisako or the michigan state center been watching michigan yeah been watching him a little but whoever else is on that list ahead of him must be pretty amazing and pretty damn surprising because I've been immediately blown away. And when I'm waiting for his rookie mistake to come, for his rookie performance to show, he just has yet to show it. It'll come. It, they always do. But luckily we got the depth to handle it. It's crazy. He's our third big man. Like It's incredible what this Indiana team is bringing to the table this year. Be proud. Be, be, a, be a proud fan. Enough, no no more sad sacks this season. Let's go. The Hoosiers are rolling. Hop on board. Uh, in this one, I just wanted to highlight a little Jordan Geronimo. I mean, this guy, he was on the radar of everybody who knows anything about Indiana basketball. I mean, just for what he could potentially develop into this season. While, while his stat line in this one wasn't crazy impressive, if you watched the game, you saw he's setting the tone for the second unit. The moment Trace can step off the court, he he is able to go on, and he immediately keeps the same defensive attitude going, persisting throughout this game. From wire to wire, the Hoosiers are going to bring a tenacious smash-mouth defense, and they're going to give you fits, in large part because Jordan Geronimo has taken it upon himself to be the defensive staple of this second unit. So proud of, I mean... Listen to me. So proud. I haven't done jack shit to help him do it, but I'm I I am proud. I love I love this team. I love him. <laughs> I am proud of the player he's become. It's it's awesome to see. He's a superior athletic specimen and his whole game is coming together this season. He's really showing off some skills that he didn't have in seasons prior and that only gives me hope that he can continue developing. What that player is scary. The potential of Jordan Geronimo is scary. Has me excited. Should have you excited too. Indiana shot 33% from beyond the arc tonight. 
um, while shooting 49.2 from the floor. You uh, you can tell that Indiana stress shooting in the offseason, and no duh, it's been the issue of our squad for years. <laughs> but But look at the last four games. 88 points, 101, 81, 86. This Hoosier offense is hurrying down the court. We are scoring buckets. And it's not as many points as Trace is getting each game. It isn't just because we have to have him do it. The depth, the offensive depth and the offensive abilities of so many of our players are going going to give the rotational players on other teams nightmares. It's going to be a problem. And I have... And I choose to be ignorantly optimistic right now. If I sound like an idiot, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really, really pumped on this team. I mean, the Hoosier shooting has gotten better. And if it can keep getting better with this defense, this team is going to be a championship caliber team. It, it's, it's awesome. We're finally back. We are finally back to contending for titles. If this... I mean, as long as we don't hit any of those absolute zero-bucket droughts that we hit last season, we'll be just fine. We will be just great. It's awesome. It's it's awesome to see you guys. Now, now speaking of that uh, rotational depth a little, you got to see uh, CJ Gunn. Personally, huge fan of his game. I, I, I can't wait to see the type of player he'll be down the line for the Hoosiers. It, it, what he's bringing is shooting which is very welcomed. Um, he looked competent on defense today, which is what we need him to be if he if we want to be giving him more minutes. Uh, Caleb Banks got to see him step on the court, drain a three right away. Good for the young man. Bummer to see Trey out. Bummer to see Trey out, but uh, I, I, shoot, I don't even know what it was for. Just a little peek into my life as a dad of two. I I didn't even notice Trey was out really um until my daughter had told me she was very quick to notice that Trey was not getting onto the court God boys would be easy right all in all Hoosier should be excited heading into the game against Little Rock in Bloomington Wednesday November 23rd tip off at 6:30 um this team's given us a lot of fun basketball to watch a lot of fun basketball to support uh, I fully expect our freshmen to continue to perform, especially against Little Rock. Yeah, I, I want to see development. I want to see this depth continue to show. I want to get the depth ready heading into UNC on the 30th. Never overlook Jackson State, though. Never overlook them. But, uh, yeah, yeah, be excited, Hoosier fans. Um, second episode of the podcast. Hope you're liking it if you listen to the first one um if not thanks for giving this a listen i'm really starting to really trying to make this like a uh, community driven podcast this isn't gonna be part of no chain this isn't i just want this to be for hoosier fans uh, and honestly colts fans i'm just gonna talk about the sports i like and if you want to come talk with me uh feel free to give me your input at flyoverwire at gmail.com um, if you want to say something on the show, we can get that figured out. Uh, just really uh, looking to see what this could become. Um, uh, thank you all. Thank you all. Now, uh, of course, I never want to get out of here without the uh, Purdue performance of the week. So I'll be giving that to you right after a short word from our sponsors. Uh-huh.
This episode of the Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by the Taco Bell on the I-69 exit at Route 37. It's a great Taco Bell. Saved me plenty of Sunday on my way back to school. Check it out. And again, they don't pay for this. If they would like me to quit mentioning them, they can feel free to pay me to do that. Check them out at Taco Bell on State Route 37. Before I reach across the aisle, as I always will do on this show, the Often Daunted podcast is fair. I wanted to discuss how fun it was to watch Kentucky get whooped by Gonzaga. Oh, it's just so great. I mean, whatever. It was Miami. Sure. Weaker opponent. Just awesome watching us handle business. Two games one weekend. And then immediately ending my Sunday with a Kentucky loss. <coughs> Prayers up. Blessings down for that one. Now, uh, last week I had discussed for the uh, Purdue performance of the week. Or the episode, actually. Uh, last week I discussed uh, Gillis's performance. I mean, you can check out the stat line. It's pretty hilarious. In my efforts to reach across the aisle, I will once again have a Purdue performance of the week, of the episode. And uh, this week I wanted to highlight... Wait. Oh, no, wait. Wait a second. Hold up. No, I can't. Wait, hold on. Um, for the Purdue performance of the week or the episode, God dang it, I need to quit mixing that up. For the Purdue performance of this episode, um, we can't really give it out because uh, Purdue doesn't play till Friday, November twenty fifth. That's following their game on Tuesday, meaning they have uh ten days in between that. Now, uh, in that time, the Hoosiers will have played. Three, but uh, hmm, okay, so uh, no Purdue performance of the day. <laughs> I just threw in a third, god dang it. Thanks for listening to the Often Daunted podcast with me, Burke White. Uh, if you like what you hear, feel free to give me a read on flyoverwire.com. Uh, if you want to contribute to the show, reach out to me at flyoverwire at gmail.com. That was flyoverwire at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day, Hoosier fans. Enjoy the win. Special shout out to the football team. Dexter Williams is bringing something to this offense, and it's great to see. Um, yeah, in what has been just a season of misery, that was a great win to get that brass spittoon, that old spitter. So enjoy it. <laughs> God, it was a good. It was good to see a football win. Thanks, Hoosiers.